Hello, and welcome to the Jack Halford Podcast. This is the first Jack Halford Podcast in the new year. I'm recovering from a bit of an illness that started on Friday. I've got some layers around my neck. I'm trying not to shout or be too loud as to help my throat recover. I did a lot of heavy breathing on Friday, yoga, a lot of inhaling and exhaling, really, ah, you know. I also ran, I also ran and did some weightlifting all in the same day and run about 40 miles within seven days. That's a bit mad. I think I also caught something off my brother before he went off to Thailand. He went to Thailand and he's going there for a few weeks. Um, Which is really cool. I like it when people just go and do things. Today I am in the studio, even though I'm still a bit, well, because I wanted to make this, because this something I like to make every Sunday and it's Tuesday now and I'm wound up because I've not got it out I was ill I forced myself to rest I hate doing that because I like to be productive um I want to talk about the fact that sometimes a lot of us we put our we attach our self-worth to how productive we are I don't think that's good you know I think that we often feel worthless and a bit shit and depressed when we can't do the work. And I've got to say, I think this is how my dad felt because he was ill and disabled and he couldn't work and he felt utterly fucking useless because of this fucking pain he was in. He couldn't do much. And that's not good. A lot of disabled people feel like that. Um, you've got to have empathy for people who uh, can't do a lot. Um, because it's hard. Yeah. But um, don't attach your self-worth to how productive you are. Sometimes it's not going to happen. All you can do is create a good routine. And when you're ill, and when you need to rest and recover, you need to rest and recover. You need to take that as seriously as you do with the rest of it. With the rest of it. You've got to be consistent in every part of your life. So if you, if your body's telling you you need to rest, you need to like force yourself to rest. I do this every Saturday usually, so I thank God Saturday's my usual rest day. And I literally force myself to rest all day. I'll plant myself in the bed all day. Normally I'll do an ice bath, but because I've been throaty, this is the first ice bath I've done since Friday, today, Tuesday. So I've had a good few days off. But yeah. It's like the whole social media thing as well when you're comparing yourself to other people but people only show you the good shit that's what I like about David Goggins actually because he's not he's not putting out pretty pictures he's he's like this is blood sweat and tears this is real life you're gonna fuck your body up (laughs) yeah but it you feel good afterwards I mean sometimes you fucking don't he's doing ultra marathons he's not feeling good after that I mean, the satisfaction, but the pissing blood 
and the fucking injuries and stuff that are bound to happen. Not good. But um, I think anyone can do anything if they train hard enough or if they toughen their mind enough. But we must um, we must look after ourselves. So I think that's a New Year's resolution for me, is to, uh, I'm focusing on myself, on my goals, goal-driven, got them on a whiteboard, in a diary, notebooks, got my routine, got a, um, a repeatable, you know, thing on my eye calendar, everything. But I need to make sure I'm taking care of the self, so I'm doing yoga now regularly which is very good it's very grounding and it's very good for your joints and your muscles and your core and it's nice to be surrounded by people and we're all doing the same thing I really like that it's kind of like a religious spiritual and it's just nice to be part of a community I think when when you're like me I exercise a lot alone I'll put my headphones in even at the gym. I do talk to people at the gym. I like the gym I go to, it's nice. Um, and I'll be out by myself when I'm running. Running for miles and hours. Um, and I do that to toughen myself up, I suppose. Because I'm always like, yeah, we're alone, really. <laughs> we've, got to, we've got to be okay with that. We've got to be comfortable being by ourselves. But at the same time, there's a community. And it's nice to be part of it. And it's nice to try and create communities. That's what me and my friend Amira are doing is this year we're going to be facilitating workshops at multiple venues. I'm going to be talking more about this on social media over the coming day or so, actually. So keep your eyes peeled. But we're facilitating workshops, fun social art-based workshops to socialise the community. Um, because I feel like a lot of people, especially in cities, but just after COVID have become isolated still and they're still finding it hard to get out. And what I see in Britain especially is this big drinking culture. A lot of people they don't go out unless they're drinking. And they think that the drinking helps with the social anxiety, yeah, it kind of does. But really, drinking alcohol exacerbates anxiety and, and depression. It's not good, it's a poison, and it's not good for your body. No, I'm going to stay clear of alcohol this year, I think. Now, my, my, my thinking behind alcohol is I only ever partake in drinking it if I'm in a good place and I'm celebrating something. That's it. A good place for celebrating something. Never alone, unless for some reason it's for making content. Like I definitely brought a small bottle of champagne uh, <laughs> near the end of last year to celebrate making some zines and paintings or something. And I brought a lobster and I was just, and, and afterwards I was just like, I wasted all that money. <laughs> But uh, sometimes, you, you know, you just do things and it's okay. You learn from it. And I enjoyed it. So that's the main thing. But a lot of the time, if we're using these things to self-medicate, I don't think we're really enjoying 
enjoying them. Yeah. You gotta enjoy life. And how do you enjoy life? I think discipline and a nice tight structured schedule gives us more freedom to do what we want. See, we we dedicate time to look after ourselves, to be able to sustain ourselves financially, with our health, mental well-being and everything. We dedicate time to that every single day, every day. Whatever it is, breathing exercise, a little bit of exercise, step aside, have a little, have a little break in the day to yourself, bring, you back to, bring yourself back to the self, yeah. And then we'd have more free time to do whatever we want. Like getting up early and doing a nice plunge and going for a run and doing everything early in the morning, all writing based stuff in the morning, emails. Just get all the stuff out, out of the way that would normally stress you. Just get it out of the way in the morning. It frees up the afternoons. And if you do it on a regular basis, you keep, you keep on track. It becomes second nature. You just get it all done. You can focus on what you really want to do which may be something creative, you've got a business idea, or I say go for it. Because we're all gonna fucking die. <laughs> and you gotta be all right with that. Um, we can prolong our lives by taking care of ourselves. By taking care of ourselves. So do it for you. Do it for you so that you can enjoy life more. You have a better quality of life if you look after yourself. Yeah, for this year, self-care, remembering to rest and recover, to enjoy things. I want more adventures. <laughs> I, I want to embrace the uncomfortable. And part of that for me um, I don't know if I'll share, that's too personal. Oversharing is not good. I've learned that over the past few years because that's something I've done and I think it's good to you know hold stuff back you know and also this is what I was going to talk about relationships because recently I've started dating been on one, one date and usually what I have a tendency of doing is to rush what I've learned is to slow down <laughs> because it can overwhelm the other person also can overwhelm you don't do that don't rush into things someone new shouldn't become the centre of your universe you should be the centre of your universe and you should be taking care of yourself and if you if you respect your own time then it's easier to re respect someone else's time. I, th I feel like a lot of problems arise if you if you don't have your own free time and your own time to yourself, and you don't allow someone else to have time for themselves. We we need time by ourselves, and we need to understand that other people have lives too. So it's it's important <laughs> to not not rush into things. I hope that I'm not 
sounding too mumbly in this and that is easy to understand I've got a very throaty thing but yeah don't rush into things is what I'm, I'm trying not to rush into too many things this year I will try new things and I'm not rushing into things dip my toe in make sure that I'm you know into them it's like running you know you don't want to buy all the gear you know you want to make sure it's something you really want to do first uh, I, I would uh, I would highly encourage everyone to go and do running unless you're a bit overweight I would recommend cycling or swimming first getting yourself on a on a, a better diet don't don't do a fad diet just cut down don't cut out everything it's unsustainable just cut down on what you're eating look at the portion sizes reduce the portion sizes and just exercise more and drink more water and you will lose weight it's about creating um, new just a slightly different way of doing what you already eat you know because else you're just gonna start getting wet fed up you need to continue to eat your chocolate if you want just have a, have a square instead and you can be disciplined enough you like right, I can have you look forward to that square or two or three as long as it's less you're gonna see a difference I reckon and the less shit you eat the better your mind will be trust me you're gonna have better sleep the less sugar and processed crap and the, the more regular exercise you partake in the better sleep you'll have and the more sleep you have the more likely you are to stick to this new lifestyle it, it all goes hand in hand and everything makes your life a lot easier a lot less stressful stress is a killer you know people dying of heart attacks and stress it's not worth it man people get stressed about it. you had this minimum wage job for a few weeks I was like this is a load of rubbish they put it in a group chat and you have to like message everyone on the group they expect you to the fuck's that all about not being paid for that bullshit it's a exploitative highly replaceable workplaces restaurants and things I like restaurants and all of that but this year I'm going to try not go to too many restaurants and things I think I'm going to be eating food that I produce myself and trying to budget better rein in the spending save more I think saving is important saving money is difficult but if you write a budget if you look at your finances if you do an audit if you try to balance the books on debt slowly but surely you'll be able to balance it out and start being able to save even if it's one pound a month eventually you're gonna get you're gonna get that up through the budgeting so it's something I, I advise everyone to have a look at is trying to save a little bit of money a lot of people don't have savings I only have a tiny amount of savings it's gonna be going up every month um, everything I earn I'm gonna try and put a little bit of it away I think that's smart anyway because tax reasons got to pay tax 
Um, but yeah, we've all got to save money. Another thing, um, saving money, not eating out. Quite like to get a pickup truck, but I know that's just a, an extravagant expenditure. Um, I've applied for Arts Council funding. If I get that, it's going to be very tempting to go and buy a buy a pickup truck, but I'm not going to go and buy one. I'm going to put that money away. <laughs> I'm going to work on the book that I've applied for the funding for, and I'm going to continue to paint and pay the rent here and save money. Writing and painting is what I do. And I'm enjoying writing. The next book I'm bringing out should be releasing this month, <laughs> hopefully. It's difficult. It's about perception. It's not just text. It's gonna be image-based as well. It's gonna be a bit of an experimental publication. I st I'm still yet to make it. Time is, time is fleeting. It's running away, dumb like, come back, come back, you know. Sometimes you set deadlines for yourself and they work, sometimes they don't. Um, I reset mine for this month, hopefully I'll get it out. If not, I'm gonna send emails to everyone. Be like, oh, next month, <laughs> sorry. I just, I do want to get it out. I think it's important. Um, it's weird. I think I'm just going to go, I'm going to, sometimes with these publications, I'll write for weeks and weeks. And then one day I'll, I'll, I'll get all the info, all the data I've got, all the writing. I'll go through it. I'll structure it all. And then blah, blah, blah. And then in a week, I'll have it done. That's how I'll work. Yeah. I think New Year's resolutions are quite good. I know when I woke up on the 1st of January yesterday, it did feel like the skies were all blue. And it felt like a new start, a new day a new start, and I was like, this is great, I had a shower, I went outside, I tried to get the blue light in my eyes, I was like, get that blue light in my eyes, and I was thinking, yeah, this is going to be a good year, yeah, I might have started with this illness, but I definitely want to get an ultra marathon ran this year, that's one of my goals, an ultra marathon is any distance over a marathon length which is about 26 miles 26 point something miles now I ran a marathon length in December and I'm hoping to train my body enough to be able to run an ultra by later this year I don't know when now I don't want to get super skinny I want to be a hybrid athlete now because I've done the strongman I, I enjoy weight training I enjoy running, and I enjoy yoga. I'd like to combine them all. I'd like to do more cycling this year as well. I think it's important to be able to do lots of different things, and I want more mobility. 
Mobility is highly important, especially as you age. Um, I want children in the family, and I want to be able to run around with my children and pick them up and throw them around and run faster than them, and be able to lift more weight than them, even when I'm like 50. I want to be like... <laughs> so, you know. And I was watching a video of David Goggins. I think he was deadlifting like... 180 kilos and he didn't weigh much he was like 80 kilo weighed about 80 kilo 80 something kilo but he's also being and that's him deadlifting that and being able to run like 100 miles is insane to me um but it can be done and uh my my, my personal record for deadlift is 190 kilos and that's for one rep um Last time I tried to deadlift 180, I don't think I could, but it might have been in my mind. Um, I'm just going to keep training. I know that I can. Uh, I know that I can rep 100 and 150, 160 kilos still on the deadlift. I'm just going to keep training. Going to keep getting stronger and stronger. I can do a lot of pull-ups now. I can do like 10 in a row more which is nice. I do them on my roof. I do them in the gym. I do them uh, anywhere. If I see a pull-up bar, I'm like, mm, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and do a little bit of a pull-up. I think it's really good to be able to lift your own body weight, at least. It's a good, uh, it's a good goal. I'd, ad I'd advise, I'd say to everyone, there should be some kind of fitness goal this year. Let's quit the smoking, let's quit the drinking, embrace the good habits, embrace health. It truly is self-love. And don't do it for other people, do it for yourself. You can only do it for yourself, really, you know. Because you're gonna feel the benefits. It's really easy to, like, um, talk about how great it is, because it is great when you feel really good. Um, yeah, do that, yeah. Other people, sometimes they don't like it, but often it's because they, they're not there yet. But once they get there, they're like, yeah, yeah, I love this. Health is great. You feel really good. I talk about the same stuff a lot. Health. But um, it's just important to me. You know, when I was in London, last month and I was in a big crowd in South Bank and I started to become anxious in my mind and I think all I needed to do was just deep breathe and then dissipated I think I've trained myself through the ice baths it's like I can get in now and I don't even heavy breathe I'm just straight into the straight away and I think it's that that thing of having control of your breathing and your body and knowing your mind is tough enough to cope you can do great things you can you can um, you can do hard things and this isn't as uncomfortable as that this might be uncomfortable but um so what this is it, you're there. 
carry on. You know, I used to get panic attacks, even when I was in busy, when I was in busy places. Sometimes just going to the park. But I've trained myself now through exposure to busy places. Sometimes I'd go to the super, um, shopping centre. I'd drive to the shopping centre. There's one near me, Foss Park, just off uh, Junction 21 on the M1. Go there on a Saturday. Go go in to the busiest part, which is like the food hall part, I think. And I just walk through it and I get a bit anxious. But through constant exposure to different busy, uncomfortable places, you'll get used to it. And also just doing hard things. And building these healthy habits and routines and getting your sleep right and everything. We can become less anxious and stronger. And when we are less anxious and stronger, we, we are more capable individuals. We are not um, guided by fear because we embrace the uncomfortable. And we are more likely to pursue our goals and embrace the uncomfortable, which is the unknown. And it's okay to uh, embrace the unknown. Nothing is guaranteed. Everything is unknown in the future. You don't know what's going to happen. So you need to be prepared. The best way to prepare is by constantly putting yourself through some kind of adversity on purpose. And then when it actually does come, when the real stuff comes, you're prepared. It's going to be difficult still, but it's not going to be as difficult. All right? Yeah. I'm, I'm repeating words that other people have said, but I know that it works for me because I've tested it and it's not just a theory, it works. So listen to me and it's not gonna be easy, but nothing easy is really worth doing in the first place. And also chat G, G, P or whatever it's called. I, I use that sometimes. Stop using it for helping me to write because I've realized that if we rely on that, then we're not going to get better. We're just going to get lazier. And I love to write and I'm good at it. So using that isn't going to help. But it's good for like when you're stuck or to edit out gram grammatical errors. But I would advise everyone to stop fucking using it to make things. Use it as a tool. These things are tools, you know. Sure, play around with it, ask it questions. Don't get it to make finished pieces of work, all right? That'll be the demise of our minds. We need to stimulate our minds and we need to be constantly doing that in order to be functioning not potatoes you know not fucking fat slobby bastards or anything <laughs> i've got a lovely coffee here spending less money on coffee this is just a lavazza or whatever it's called four pounds something for a bag of beans you can get them cheaper 
you go to Aldi, £2, £2.50 for a bag of beans. You could even get instant. I refuse to do that because I'm a snob. I like proper coffee beans, you know. And then part of it is just not eating the processed shit. I reckon I could survive on £10 a week food-wise. No, I just get minced meat, not beef minced meat. I just get that. So I've got I've got a bunch of um, chopped tomatoes, and spices, pasta already. And you could even just get right. I don't know what the fuck. What am I talking about? This is fucking boring. God. Yeah. What have we talked about? Everything, money, being fit and healthy, how doing hard stuff is good, how doing easy stuff is terrible. Something else I've got to repeat is things that instantly gratify, that give you instant gratification, probably not very good. Pornography, (laughs) shit food, sometimes it's nice, not all the time. It becomes a habit, it's bad, it's destructive. Pornography is definitely not good. Don't do that. That's out. Bad. Because, it, it, you know, you're just objectifying people. And not good. We are all human beings. And if we look at a certain you people as just objects of desire to like to to masturbate to I don't think that's that's a positive because really we we're made to be in partnerships I think with other people and that's not just like <laughs> it's not just sex that's love respect um, you know, teamwork to provide for each other. It's not fifty-fifty. It's you know, sixty-forty, seventy-thirty. whatever. You know, it's just helping one another out. It's being supportive. And yeah, my dad said, you know, penguins stick together. They have like one mate. I like that. So yeah, pornography is terrible. It rots the mind. Drugs terrible, terrible. You know, you just don't do it. I've got my coffee, my caffeine. It's a drug. Okay. I would say just avoid. Even paracetamols, I avoid. Even when I get a headache, come on. I don't, yeah, just run it out, have some water, a banana, potassium, good. And this is absolutely really terrible. I do do um, CBD tablets at night to help me sleep sometimes, especially when I'm in aching pain from running or lifting or something. I'd say the majority of drugs, not good for you medicine modern medicine is pretty good 
gotta look at the side effects. Always try to figure out stuff in a natural way. Don't just take things. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, pornography, man. Stop jacking that thing, bro. Stop it. <laughs> it's sad when you think about it. It's pretty sad, you know. You just sit in there to a screen of a video of someone else that's doing it. That someone else is filming some fucking oily bastard, oily, greasy, horrible, exploitative man filming this heroin-riddled woman being exploited by these men. You know, it's disgusting. And you're just like, and it perpetrates this disgusting sort of view of women uh, that a lot of men have. That they're just objects, sexual objects of desire. And then they'll see us like that too. Like these monsters, like we're not, we, we can change. We have the ability to respect one another. We should respect each other, everyone should be respecting each other and I don't think it's respectful to watch that stuff. I don't think it is. I think it's bad news. All these OnlyFans things, bad news, not good. It's not really self-respect, is it? You don't have much self-respect if you do that. I don't think. Yeah, taking advantage of these men, sorry. Men who are weak, who have this addiction to, um, you know, their desire. They're not good at saying no to things and they're paying for this access to look at naked you. Yeah, nothing is good. Really. It's like the dating, the whole dating online thing. It creates this view that there's always someone else. There won't be. Um, it's good to, to go slow and to not go all in at once, but it's not good to always be thinking oh, that there could always be someone better there could always be someone else there could always be i don't think that's good because then you're you're not being in the moment and you're not really seeing this person i don't think it's like you're not really being there you're like, not cool man you know if i'm with someone i want to be with them present Properly be in the moment, not be skewed by other people. I don't care what they think. Yeah. It's a lot of things in, with the internet, easy to access these instant gratification things. So I give social media something that you need to lower it down on as well. Because it's all just like, oh, 
It's just a constant feed of shit. It's pointless. You know, I share stuff on there. Mainly what I'm sharing now is, is, is the clips off this podcast. The ice baths, all of the good things that I do. Um, in hopes that it will inspire other people to do it, but often I think I'm just creating more content for people to fucking look at and stay on these apps. Well, they sh- shouldn't fucking go on them too much. I've got the screen time thing, you know. And then we use it to message other people, like I'm using it for work as well, to message other people. But we can communicate to other people. I'm not on that anymore. Too much. Message me on this. Email me. And I'll do it. You know. You just have to communicate it. Because we say we need these things. Yeah. We don't have to spend all day on them though. You know. Just put our thing on. Flick it out into the world. You know. If you really want to get stuff done. If you want to be happy. Limiting the amount of time you spend on these things is good. You know. Because they're not social. They're antisocial. We all argue about stuff. We all have differing opinions and we make that into our identity. Why? You know, I think this about this. That is me. When someone goes against that, they're going against me. They're not. Of course they're not. It's just what they think. Doesn't mean they don't like you. They just don't agree with you on that one thing. It's bollocks. You know? We're all fucking made of the same skin, bones, blood. Should all just try and get on. It's fucking stupid. You know. You see what I mean? It's not hard. Shake someone's hand and go have a laugh. You know, life's too short. It's too short, man. <laughs> I wrote the other day when I was writing about perception for this new book I'm writing, Another Realm. I wrote, Everybody falls. Some people just get back up quicker. And what I meant by that is that everybody falls down and faces adversity. Some people, they get up so quickly and recover so quickly that it looks like they're never going for anything. But of course they are. They've just become accustomed to failure. They're just like, oh, great, I've learned from it. Back up again, bosh. Or they're just good at hiding it. But everyone falls and goes through things. So just remember that everyone's going to face having their parents die. Everyone's going to face going through a breakup, um, losing a pet, falling over and injuring themselves. Everyone's going to go through it. Some people just recover quicker. Um, so, so, yeah. No one's perfect. Basically. Basically. No one's perfect. Yeah, right. Mm. I tell you what I like. There's a film 
called something I can't remember what it's called but Tom Hardy and Benedict Cumberbatch are in it I think it's called Store Something and it's um, Benedict Cumberbatch plays a writer who's writing about Stuart this homeless man who's an addict it's a really good film it's on YouTube you can find it on YouTube the full film highly recommend it and Tom Hardy's really good at playing this character he makes all these funny noises it's really good <laughs> I like it sounds like me because obviously when someone's addicted to drugs they sound ill and I'm ill right now because that's what it is it's an illness it truly is um, I think a lot of people are ill they're overweight they're eating a lot of shit they're basically in a constant state of being ill they're not having a, a good quality of life if they're, they're always inflamed and ill that, and they're miserable and their mood's not good that's illness it's not healthy it's not good um, we say it's okay I say it's not okay it doesn't mean I hate everyone that's fat it just means that I think you know take care of yourself it's a disrespect to yourself to not care about yourself enough to look after your health um, there's all these adverts advertising all of this shit and the way they do it is they have like a woman smiling after eating a galaxy bar and they make it all sexual for no reason other than to show you the idea that eating this fat and sugar riddled bar is is a good thing when it's it's really not now i would say it's good to treat yourself but let's be wary of how much we're doing that um, a lot of women struggle with it more than men I think men they're like yeah and and I think a lot of women when when they see me doing everything I'm doing they're like oh you want to make sure you you have a little bit of something I'm like, in my head I'm like oh, fuck you they're trying to drag me down so you know I listen to it and I'm like no I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking keep running eating right and keep doing what I'm doing because I know it's good for me and that's good for you as well but you're fucking too lazy to do it um, you know not got it in them I suppose I'm just better than them in a way <laughs> is it good to be be like that be like oh, I'm better or I'm worse than someone because no, you're not really are you but I think it, it can be quite good to get up in the morning and say I'm, I'm the best ever like you can you could be referring to like the best person in the world or, or just the best version of yourself that has ever been and every day I feel like I'm getting to be the best version of myself that has ever been in existence again a little bit better every day because I'm attacking the day every day yeah yeah <laughs> mm. 
I've got some nice messages from people that are saying the book, little bits of the Man Up book are relatable. Um, different ages, different people all around the world have ordered this thing, sent it all across the world, the ebook. People from the Netherlands, from Brazil, have sent it to Berlin, um, America, all over the UK. It's great. This this um, had an impact, and I've still not sold all the copies. So if you'd like a copy, you could purchase them on my website, jackhalford.com. <laughs> the ebook's available. I ship worldwide. I'll be releasing lots of prints this month of recent work, part of my anthro microscopy series where I am inspired by microscopic imagery of biological matter close up. And what I'm trying to do is um, use this imagery to create patterns, which I then pull figures out from to create and weave narratives, narratives that help tell stories of universal sort of life experiences like loss, like the joy of a newborn baby, like falling down and then getting back up, the hero's journey. All through these sort of semi-abstract paintings, you know, and they're also very pretty looking, they're quite decorative, but they do have that, uh, they do have that meaning, and that meaning is created as the painting is made, it's not like sometimes I think about what the painting is going to mean before I make it, but often, more often than not, it's created as I'm creating it because I'm pulling out the narrative. It's telling me what it is, and then I'm like, yeah, that's what you are. <laughs> I'm sort of like communicating with the painting as I'm making it. I've always said this. Even before I did my degree in painting, I said, I'm communicating with the painting. It's like... Uh, a spiritual thing. Sometimes it sounds so pretentious when you're telling people this stuff, but it, it's really not. This is my job, and this is how I talk about what I do, and that's that's the, the process of painting. And it it's the same for writers. Like you're just writing, and then the writing feeds back in your brain, and then you feed back something into the computer, and then before you know it, the story is written. You know, your hands are. You're just like, you're not even really thinking, you're just in the flow. And then something just gets made, it's great. I really love the creative process, you just have to make it happen. You just have to let go. And there needs to be room for error, and that's okay because through error comes new ideas, and new roots, and paths, and and that's great for storytellers like me. I like that. It's not knowing where you're going is exciting, especially when you're reading a book or looking at a painting or listening to a song, that like little change that excites everyone, that keeps you reading, keeps you turning the page. I love that. I love that. I love it. It's nice. Yeah. Mm. 
I love it. Capitalism. Boo. <laughs> Commercialism is really what I'm against. Capitalism, the idea of capitalizing on what? Something I've made. Um, I mean, I think what I'm doing is epical because what I'm doing is I'm writing and I'm trying to help people and I'm making money from helping people so that I can sustain the practice of making money from helping people to make more money to just sustain my life so that I can help more people. It's not bad, but commercialism I hate. This idea that we need new things all the time, bad, to impress people, bad, because that's false. It's a falsity, you know, because you're not. It's not you. It's not you. You don't like it. You just think it's going to have this effect on someone else. Well, they're going to look at you and respect you more because you've got this thing. Shut up. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Is it if it's useful? That's good. It's got, it's got more tread on, on the foot of a shoe so you don't slip over when you're running up a mountain. It's great. Good. Um, this hat, a couple of pounds, army surplus. Goes over my ears. Had it for over a year. Great. Could buy a, new, could buy a couple of them because I lose them. Easy. Fleece, five pounds. Cancer research. North Face. Don't really care about the logo, but I know that if I keep this because a lot of people are into commercialism, sell it on Vinted for the same amount or a little bit more. Commercialism, stupid. Adverts, buying you know, psychological warfare. Um, using sex to sell. Yeah, it's depressing. Uh, these like ideas of what um, independence is for instance for doing everything by yourself. No, I think we need other people. I think teamwork is good. I think living by oneself is, is, is good for some people, but in a city, not really doable nowadays with the rent, the market. God, the market detecting price, that's a load of bollocks as well, isn't it? It's like falsifying of uh, supply and demand by just buying everything up and then leaving lots of property empty to artificially inflate the prices of rent like they're doing in one of the poorest boroughs in London, Southwark. I think there is um, around 2,000 empty residential properties. Last time I checked, like two or three years ago, when I was writing an essay about <laughs> an exhibition and decided to make it about the housing, state of the housing in London, because of the rent prices, I was like, this is bloody bollocks. Um, yeah, I don't really like, especially people that don't even live in a country and then buy up property as investments. I think it's mad. Another reason I don't like, yeah, it's terrible. I don't like to focus on these negative aspects of life, but I do like to make sure that I don't ignore everything that's going on because else I'm just being ignorant. So it's good to be aware of things, but then it's, it's good to sort of say, right, well, how am I going to tackle that? Well, I'm going to work hard. I'm not going to spend a lot. I'm not going to be drawn into this commercial, materialistic way of life. I'm going to 
buy things, yes, things that I need, things that give me value and that last a long time. Shelter, food, good quality clothing, tools that help me with my craft, my art, writing, laptop, you know, keep things going, fix things, sustain things, um, buy used, uh, fast fashion is bad, terrible. Uh, sweatshops in Leicester, for God's sake. Um, Leicester in the UK, where I live, there's sweatshops. And other places, and people are human trafficked here to work in little shops and not get paid very much and they're exploited. So think about these things when you're buying fast fashion, it's better to buy second hand. And a lot of people say, oh, some people can't afford to buy expensive things. Yeah, I can't. Not right now. I used to buy expensive things, but then I realized it's fucking dumb. When the thing, when you have more money, it's really tempting to spend more on these expensive things. But then you just kind of get into the mindset of, that's a load of rubbish. Why am I buying that to impress other people? Because I'm drawn into the advertising. Oh, it smells nice. Yeah, some soap on your armpits. Yeah. You're a man. You're a, you're a fucking flesh and fucking bones and skin gristle. We're covering ourselves in these brands. We're hairy organisms. Floating around. Fucking... What the fuck are we doing? You know? We're killing machines. We eat the, the flesh of other living things to sustain our lives, you know, and vegetables, which are living too, by the way. <laughs> I'm amazed that I could talk this long without coughing, spluttering everywhere, that goes to show how I'm getting better. Hopefully tomorrow I'll be able to go on a run. I'm hoping so. I'm going to breathe through my nose because I know breathing through my nose is better for me. Every day, sleeping, breathe through your nose, good for you. When you're running, it's good. It keeps me at an easy pace. That's what I'm trying to do. A lot of the time is run at an easy pace, good pace. Cause I'm doing a long distance. Yeah. We all just got to try and look after ourselves and have a good new year, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take it easy. Have a nice week. I'll see you uh, Sunday or whenever. Okie dokie then. Bye-bye.